How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daflam, the 30 of Sechtek Subis. Friends, new. What does Daf 30 talk about? Well, as always, we continue where we left off yesterday. That joke never gets old, huh? It's a good one. Um, anyways, we're gonna pick off where we, pick up where we left off yesterday. Um, we saw at the end of the Daf yesterday the machlokas between, um, about does is there a requirement for the fine by Onus Mufate? Is there a requirement that this woman be somebody that, according to Shimonatimni, is somebody that he has to be able to marry, right? To the exclusion of, uh, for example, let's say, um, um, uh, I don't know, your sister, right? You can't, right? even if you try to marry your sister, it's not an actual marriage. Right, or is it somebody that, well, and, 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 as opposed to somebody like, uh, uh, a mamzeris, that technically if a fellow is Makadish and mamzeris, it's Kiddushin. Now, they wouldn't be able to remain together, which is what Rashim ben Manasya says, right, that, that not just would there have to be Kiddushin, right, would Kiddushin have to be able to work with this, between this man and this woman, but they would actually have to be able to stay together after that. So, for example, if a fellow, um, 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 marries, Right, a, a, a fellow who is not a mamzer marries a mamzeris. So while, you know, forget Rabbi Akiva aside, while it might be considered a marriage, they wouldn't be able to remain together, right? So, um, Timni says that in order for the fine to apply, in this case, it would have to be somebody that, um, marriage would, would sort of apply to. Uh, according to Shimbam Manasseh, it's not enough that marriage applies. Right, well, it's not just that marriage applies, um, but even if um, they would be able to be married, but they wouldn't be able to stay together, right? Meaning staying together is like another requirement. But so if they would be able to get married, but not stay together, for example, a mamzeris to a uh, Yisrael, uh, then then uh, the fine would not apply. So now, says uh, says the Gemara and Aflamid, of Masech Tekzubis about five or six lines into the page. Omer of Chizde says of Chizde Hakomodim that both Shimon Atimni and Rishim Bemanasi agree the Baal Anido that if a fellow sleeps with a Nido Shemeshalim Kinas that he is going to have to pay the fine. The Mandomer Yesh Ba'avoya or Nami Yesh Ba'avoya. According to Shimon Atimni who says that it has to be a relationship that has Havoya, that uh, there could be marriage between them. Well, of course, you know, if a fellow marries Anida, they're married, right? If on the wedding day, the, uh, the bride is Anida, they're still married. Right? And according to Rib Shim Ben Manasseh, who says that it has to be somebody who you could remain with, right? That even if you're able to marry this person, you would also have to be able to remain with this person. You could remain with Anida, right? You don't have to break up every right, man and a woman don't have to break up every time the woman is a nida. So so it uh Anida checks off both of those boxes. It's somebody who, right, but, uh, um, this man and this woman uh can get married, right? A man can marry a nida, and that would be Kiddushin, and also they could remain married even if she's a nida. So so therefore the the knas, the fine by Unusumufate would apply to a nida as well. Ulafuke mi benakone to the exclusion of the opinion, as opposed to the opinion of Reb Nuchuni ben Akone de Tanya, as we learn in the Bais, Reb Nuchuni ben Akone, Hoya Oses Yom Kippurim Kishabas the Tashlumin. 
would equate Yom Kippur with Shabbos when it comes to Tashlumen, when it comes to having to pay for stuff. So, uh, you know, if, 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 if on Shabbos you do a melacha that, that causes damages, damage to somebody's property, so you chayev for two things, right? You chayev, uh, Misa, right? You chayev Skila for being Mechal Shabbos, and, and you're also chayev for whatever damage you did. Now, when it comes to Shabbos, because you chayev Misa, we say, come lebedrabmine. We say that, look, if there are two options, right, the death penalty and paying back for the damages that you did, well, since you get the death penalty, the more severe of them, so, you know, you kind of, uh, you know, you're off the hook for having to pay back uh, the, 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 the financial damage, but uh, you will have to pay with your life. Now, Ibn uh, Khunya ben Akona would equate Yom Kippur with Shabbos in that regard, that just like, so just like Shabbos would say, come lebedu abminen, you'd be potter for the financial damages. Uh, also on uh, Yom Kippur, where you're not chayv skila for violating Yom Kippur, you're chayv karis for violating Yom Kippur. So Ibn Khunya ben Akana would say that also by karis, um, if you violate um, Yom Kippur, which is a chiyuv karis, you'd also, and at the same time, you'd be financial, uh, uh, liable for financial damages, you know, based on what you did. I don't know, you burned somebody's, uh, you know, you burned somebody's uh, property. So, so, um, you'd be chayv karis for doing melacha on Yom Kippur. And you would also, and you would be potter for the financial damages since you're chayv karis. And so says the Gemara. Uh, so let's back up two lines, right? So says the Bryce of Nechuni ben Akonoye, O says Yom Kippurim Kishabbos Tashlum. The Nechuni ben Akone would equate Yom Kippur with Shabbos with regard to whether or not, or in this case, not having to pay for financial damages. Ma Shabbos Mischayev ben Asho Fatum and Tashlumin. That just like on Shabbos, if a fellow violates Shabbos and therefore he's Chayev Skila, so he's Potter from Tashlumin, he's Potter from um, having to pay for whatever financial damages. He caused along the way in doing the malacha. So if Yom Kippur, if a fellow does epis that uh, he would be chayv karis for violating Yom Kippur, he would be potter for any financial damages that were incurred there, you know, uh, while he was doing that malacha. Um, and therefore, uh, when it comes to anida, anida is some uh, right, a fellow chayv karis for sleeping with anida. So therefore, he would be potter from the um, fine according to Rabbi Nechunye ben Hakone. My time to Rabbi Nechunya ben Akone. How come Rabbi Nechunya ben Akone says that if a fellow is chayv karis, he's potter from paying for financial damages that he incurred while doing the thing that he's chayv karis for? Amr Abaye says Abaye Nemer Oson be the Adam. It says Oson by when you cause damage um, uh, from a person. Well, really, when you chayv misa by a person, right? When you chayv misa be the Adam, right? Uh, the pasuk says. Right, the first pasuk on the page. I'm going to read the pasuk. anoshim that if you have two fellows and they're fighting, Reuven and Shimon are fighting. Vinogfa isha and they ended up hitting a pregnant woman. Vyatsu yeladel, and her her she miscarried and the children died. Vloye ason, but uh, she doesn't die. The woman remains alive. Onoshi onish, so they have to pay for the value of the miscarriage. But the implication being that if, um, not the implication, I think that the pastor even then continues, right? But um, if, uh, if, um, but if she does die, well then the fellow is Chayv Misa. 
right? I mean, depending, it's machlokas or shimon and chacham. If it's nitzkam la'argazev or argazev seder, but the point is that if you um, if you kill somebody, so then you're chayv misa. And we say davka says velo right velo ye asun onish onish right. It says that if she doesn't die, so then you have to pay for the financial damages right for the for the value of the right of the fetuses. Um, but if she does die, then you wouldn't have to pay for the for the value of of these children who are miscarried. So uh, the implication being that um, if they're not chayev misa bidei adam. Right, then I believe we would strangle you to death, or for killing somebody, you get chenekat. I think I can't remember. If you strangle somebody, if if you kill somebody, do we strangle you to death, or do we plop your head off with a sword? It's one of those two. Herig chenek. Hmm. Maybe we plop your head off with a sword. Hmm. I can't remember. Um. Now. Now. Um. Maybe we plop off the head with the sword. Can't remember. So, so, so when it comes to uh, 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 capital punishment, if you, so we said if she doesn't die, and therefore they are not chayev for capital punishment, right? They don't, we don't kill them by either plopping off the head with the sword or strangulation. I'm not sure. So as long as we don't kill the fellow, so then he has to pay the value of the fetuses. But if he kills the woman. So then he doesn't have to pay for the value of the fetuses, i.e., um, since we're killing him, he, do, he's, he doesn't have to pay the financial value. And it also says, It says by Binyamin, when Yaakov Avinu sends his children to go to Mitzrayim to um, buy food from Yosef at Tzadik. So it says um, that, right, that um, Yaakov Avinu didn't want to send Binyamin. It says, pen, pen, um, 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 uh oh, I'm supposed to know this. It's my permits for Pasha. Right, that maybe an Oson will happen on the way. And me, meaning, right, ma, uh, meaning that maybe he will, uh, get sick or something on the way, which is something that comes from, from God. So it says Oson in the context of, um, you know, these people who are fighting. And it says Oson in the context of Binyamin going to Egypt. So ma Oson, just like Oson, that said, when a fellow is chayiv misa, right, that if he kills his friend and then we kill him, so he's potter for paying for the fetuses. And um, so also when it comes to oson bideshamayim, you do potter from tashlumin, right? By binyamin, if something were to happen to him, which is bideshamayim, so we learn from there that uh, any misa is bideshamayim, such as karis, you would also be potter from tashlumin. How do we know that when Yaakov Avinu says to his children, I'm concerned that maybe in Oson will happen to Binyamin, how do we know that Yaakov Avinu is concerned about if it gets too cold or too hot, that maybe things that are outside of his control, that maybe God will cause Binyamin to die, which is Bide Shamaim. Maybe what Yaakov Avinu was concerned about is maybe on the way he'll get uh, uh, eaten by a lion or 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 killed by thieves and bandits and murderers. So and that's bidei adam. So how do I know that the awesome by Binyamin is davka bidei shemaim? It could davka be bidei adam that right that Yaakov Avinu was saying that he was concerned that some nudniks are going to kill Binyamin. Or to Yaakov Aho Azar Alo Azar. 
Yaakov Akomile Azar. So the Gemara says, Yaakov was, was concerned about everything. What, you think he was only concerned about bandits and thieves and murderers? Sure, he was concerned about that, but he was also concerned about Binyamin uh, being too cold or too hot, getting a fever, or maybe getting a contagious virus or something like that. So, so, so anything, and uh, that, and it says, uh, that's, that's what Yaakov Avinu was concerned about. And it says also and over there, just like it says, by a situation where somebody, just like by Misa Bide Odom, right, uh, capital punishment, uh, if you have Misa and Momin, you, so you, so then you potter from the Momin, so from, from paying financial damages. So also when it comes to some Bide Shemaim, such as Karis, you'd be potter from paying for the financial damages, and therefore, if a fellow is Onus Mufata with a uh, Nida, so then he'd be potter from, um, having to pay the fine. According to Ibn Khuni ibn Akano, as explained by Abai, One second, we just said that Yaakov Avinu was concerned that maybe Binyamun uh, would be too cold or too hot or something like that, and that would be Bide Shamayim. And then, um, and, um, you know, it says also, and then we say basically that's how we learn out that um, even Misa Bide Shamayim, you'd be Potter from Tashlumen. But who says? That, uh, Tzinim Pachim is really, right, like, too cold, too hot is actually considered from God. Vatani, we learn in the everything is in the hands of God. Chutz mitzinim Pachim. With the exception of when it's too cold or too hot. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says in, uh, Mishle, Tzinim Pachim Baderech Ikesh. That Tzinim Pachim, right, to sort of, uh, um, um, sort of unfavorable situations that come about, um, you know, when it's too cold or too hot is, it's because a fellow's being a nudnik. And anybody who cares for his life will stay away from, I guess, anything nudniki or any people who are nudniki and things like that. And therefore, uh, we see that Ataka is in a fellow's control. It's Bide Odom that, that, um, you know, if a fellow wants to stay away from Tzinim Pachim, so you shouldn't be a nudnik. Visu and more so. Are lions and Thieves, something that comes from, uh, is that something from man? Lions and thieves? Ve'a'omer, Rav Yosef, says of Yosef, V'chintani, Rebchia, Rebchia also taught, Mi'om shechor b'samikdosh, that from the time that the temple was destroyed, Afapisha batlu Sanhedrin, even though there's no longer a Sanhedrin, a great uh, court, Abimisos lo batlu, nonetheless, there's still, the there's still capital punishment, right? Even though we don't have uh, you know, Sanhedrin, even, I imagine it's talking about a Sanhedrin Kitano, right? Uh, unless it's talking about Sanhedrin Gedola, that meaning you have to have a Sanhedrin Gedola in order to be able to do capital punishment. I'm not sure. But it's saying, even though there's no Sanhedrin, we still have capital punishment. Avmisos Lobatlu. I'm sorry, where am I? Avmisha Badlu Sanhedrin, Avmisos Lobatlu, Lobatlu, Abatlu. What do you mean, we still have capital punishment? No way, no how. We don't have capital punishment. We don't stone people in that way. Ella, Din No, means the, the, the sort of the, the concept, the, 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 um, how do I say this? The, 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 um, 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 meaning, even though, yeah, we don't, we don't kill a fellow, you know, Bezdin doesn't do that. We don't, we don't, we don't, uh, 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 carry out the executions, but, um, 
Let's go right there for a second. Mishinishayv skila. Let's say you have a fellow who generally would be chayv uh, stoning. So maybe he'll fall off a roof. Or maybe he'll get trampled upon by a wild animal. Oof. A fellow is chayv to be burnt. Maybe he'll fall on a fire. Or maybe a serpent will bite him and its venom will burn him from the insides. Or maybe somebody who deserves to have his head plopped off with a sword. Maybe he'll be handed over to the uh, uh, sinister uh, government who will plop off his head with a sword. Maybe bandits will find him and plop off his head with a sword. If you have a fa- fe- fellow who is chayv strangulation, maybe he'll drown. Or maybe he'll get strunki, which is a really bad disease where you can't breathe. So, what do we see? So we see here that Davka, right, we don't have Misabide, we don't have the capital punishment anymore, but if a fellow deserves capital punishment, so he'll get eaten by a lion or something, you know, so we see that being eaten by a lion or, 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 or thieves coming and killing you, these are things that come, are sent from God for people who, who, uh, really should be getting capital, should be receiving capital punishment, but that we can't, uh, execute them since we don't have the, uh, the, uh, uh, Sanhedrin anymore. So, what have we just showed? We've just indicated that actually Tzinim Pachim could become Bidei Adam from being a Nudnik and, and, uh, Chaya, uh, Aryeh, a lion and, 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 and bandits, they can, uh, their Davka Bidei Shomayim. So, rather says the Gemara, switch it around. Aryeh, Veganova, Bidei Shomayim, Tzinim Ufachim Bidei Adam. That Davka, the lion and the thieves, those come from God, but uh, when it's too cold or too hot, that taka comes from man when a fellow is a big nudnik. Rav Omer says, Rav, actually the reason for Abnuchunya ben Akona comes from here, right? So, so Abai learned it out from Xavier Shove. It says, Oson by Bidei Odom, and it says, Oson by Bidei Shamaim, just like by Bidei Odom, Komle Bidei and if you chayv misu, you're potter from Tashlumen. So also by, when it's Bidei Shomayim, also if you chayv Karis or something, right, if you chayv Karis, you chayv misu Bidei Shomayim, so then, um, um, you'd be potter from, from paying money. Rav Omar says, Rav that the reason for, the rationale from Nechunim Ben Akonet to say that if you chayv Karis, you're potter from, from paying money, it comes from here. That, if the people look the other way, when a fellow uh, uh, gives from his children to, the, to this fire offering of Odezarah, if right, meaning what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to to tell on him, and he gets killed um, from from Bezdin. I think Skila. So then, um, um, but if you look the other way and don't tell on him, you don't report him. That if you don't report him and have him receive the death penalty, be they Odom, 
So Nebuchadnezzar the says that he'll do a Bidei Shammai, that he'll kill the fellow anyways. Vichrati also, right? That they're going to give him Karis. Amr Torah, Karis Shali, Kemisa Shalachim, that we're comparing the Karis that will come from God to the uh, capital punishment uh, exacted by um, uh, uh, the the human courts. Mamisa Shalachim, so just like your capital punishment for fellows chayv for capital punishment, so he's part from tashlumin. So also when it comes to karis, also fellows chayv karis, he's part from tashlumin. He wouldn't have to pay um, any financial obligations that um, accrued while doing this activity that he's chayv karis for. So now frag the gemara. Oh. What's the difference between Rav and Abai? Rav learned, uh, Abai learns out Rabbi Nuchuni ben Akona's uh, rationale from Gzair uh, Shavev, Oson, Oson. And Rav learns it out from uh, this Pasuk by Evo that compares Misa Bidei Adam to Karis. So Ika ben Ayu, the Nafkamina is Zor Sha'ochel Trume. Oh. If you have a non koyin who eats Trume, who could tell me what the punishment for eating trume is? A non coin eating trume? Misa bideshamayim. Not karis. Misa bideshamayim. Karis is a little bit worse. So, 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 what does Rashi say? Who be misa bideshamayim velo be karis. Karis hu vizaru ne'enoshin. That by karis, he and his children get punished. Uh, whereas I guess misa bideshamayim is just him. Interesting distinction. So, 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 in a situation where such as a non koyin who eats um, trume. Potter. So according to Abaye, he learns it out from Oson. Right? That just like Oson bidei Odom, you're Potter from Tashlumen. So also Oson bidei Shamaim, you're Potter from Tashlumen. And that could be anything bidei Shamaim, whether it's Karis, whether it's Misa bidei Shamaim. Uh, you can be Potter from Tashlumen. Whereas Ravi says, that no, it comes from this pasuk by Avodazar. Right? By Avodazar, it'd be chayv. Right? We're saying that God will give him karis. So dafka by karis, you're part of him tashlumim. But misa b'dei shamayim, such as a non-koyin who eats trume, he'd be chayv for tashlumim. Oh, would Abaye Potter? Now, fact, take more one second. Would Abaye really say that a fellow who eat a non-koyin who eats trume is going to be Potter from uh, from from uh, from having to pay for the truma, let's go vaita for a second. Meaning, Abai says, "Look, we learn from the Gzair Shava of Oson Oson. Anything that's bidei shemaim would be part of from payment, and that includes whether you know whether it's karis, whether it's misa bidei shemaim. So we say that's all fine and good, and we want to say that that applies to a non koyin who eats truma because the the punishment is misa bidei shemaim. But in practice, how would it be part of from paying? The Amr of Chizda." Doesn't Rav Chizda say Modu Reb Nechunia Ben Akone? The Reb Nechunia Ben Akone nonetheless admits Begonev Chelbo Shel Chavero that if Reuven steals Shimon's Chelev, Chelev of course is forbidden fats, fats that you're not allowed to eat, and if you eat those fats from an animal, Yuchayev Karis. That so even though Reb Nechunia Ben Akone says that a fellow who's Chayev Karis is potter from payment, nonetheless Begonev Chelbo Shel Chavero. If Reuven steals Shimon's chaleb ve'acholo, and then he ate it, she'u chayev, he's going to be chayev to pay for the chaleb. So even though by eating the chaleb is chayev karis, so I would think that he shouldn't have to pay for uh, having stolen 
right? Shimon having stolen Ruvain's chalev. But nonetheless, says Rav Chizda that he'd be chayev. Shimon would be chayev for stealing Ruvain's chalev. Shekfarnes chayev b'gneva kodem sheba lide iser chalev. You hear that? Because he was already liable to pay for the chalev before he was chayev Karis for eating chalev. Let's go weiter for a second. That the second that Reuven picked up, I can't remember who's Reuven, who's Shimon, but from the second that Reuven picked up Shimon's chalev, I assume that that's, well, that was the example we gave, right? Reuven stole Shimon's chalev and he ate it, right? That's, if not, then that's what it is now. So from the second that Reuven picked up Shimon's chalev, he acquired it and he owns it. And at that point, he stole it. And at that point, he's liable to pay back Shimon for stealing his chalev. And only at the next stage of the activity, when he eats it, at that point, is he chayev karis. Therefore, the geneva, the liability to uh, pay back Shimon for what he stole, was before he was liable for karis for having eaten chalev. And therefore, even though, yes, now he's Chayv Kares, he's still going to be Chayv nonetheless for stealing Shimon's Chalev, and he's going to have to pay back Shimon because he stole it before he ate it. And by, you know, by the time that he ate it and he was Chayv Kares, he was already Chayv for uh, uh, stealing. And he's going to have to pay back the value of the Chalev even though he's Chayv Kares for having eaten it. Mishayv v'nafshu lo hava that even though from the time that he picked up the chalev, he acquired it and he stole it and he's chayv to pay it back, to pay back Shimon, he's only going to be chayv for, you know, karis for eating chalev when he then later eats it. So therefore he's chayv for paying for the chalev. And hochonami, so let's say also in our case, when a non-koyen eats kanye. At the time that he picks up the trume, he owns it. He's kone it. And then he's chayev to pay back the koyin for what he stole. And he's only going to be chayev um, 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 later when he eats it. And therefore, while in theory I can understand why Abai, how Abai could say that the uh, that um, somebody who 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 eats trume azar that eats a non coin who eats trume and is chayim should be potter from tashlumen. But in practice, I don't understand how it would be potter because in order for a non coin to eat trume, you'd have to pick it up first. From the time that he picks it up, he's going to be chayiv to pay for it. It's chayiv for stealing, and and he has to pay back shimon. The the misa b'deshemayim only comes later, and that's not going to make him exempt from the liability for having stolen the trume earlier. So and for the gemara, hocho b'mayoskinon shetochav lo chaveru lesoch piv. Well, it's talking about where his friend shoved the trume into his mouth. That's what happened. Ruvain didn't pick up Shimon's trume and eat it. Ruvain's friend shoved trume into his mouth and then he ate it. So at the time that he ate the trume, 
he was Chayv Misa B'day Shomayim, because he's not a Koyin and he ate Shum, he's Chayv Misa B'day Shomayim, and it was also at that time that he got whatever benefit he got from eating it, he never picked it up, he never acquired it before, and, and at that time that he ate it, and at the time that he was Chayv Misa B'day Shomayim, he also got certain benefit from it, and he asked if, and he would be potter for paying back that benefit. Because at the time that he's Chayv Misa B'day Shomayim, he's going to be, right, he's going to be potter from whatever financial, uh, 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 you know, whatever financial benefit he got at the same time, he doesn't need to pay back Shimon for that. But in fact, the Gemara is so, so, at the end of the day, came in the law, I say, Kanye, but I'll still argue, that once he chewed it, when he chewed it, he then took ownership of it, but only then, you know, a few seconds later when he swallows it, is he then Chayv Misa B'day Shomayim. So here as well, he acquired it before he was actually Chayv Misa B'day Shomayim. And therefore still, I would say, according to Abai, he should be Chayv to pay for the, uh, for, 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 for the Truma since he acquired it when he chewed it before having swallowed it. No, it's more than that. Ruvain's friend didn't just put it in his mouth. He shoved it down his throat. And hey, Chidami, what did he do? So how far did he shove it down the throat? Well, if he could have hacked it up, Nehader. Well, then he should have hacked it up. And since he didn't hack it up, it's considered like he kind of took ownership before he then swallowed it. And therefore, he should be chayv to pay for the, for the trumen. Ilo and if he was unable to hack it up, am I chayv? Well, then why should he be chayv? It's an onus. He shouldn't be chayv at all. So let's read. Talking about he could have hacked it up if he needed to, but even if he did hack it up, it would the the truma would already be like disgusting. You know, I, I don't know. Would you want to eat truma that that that, that somebody hacked up? That was forced on somebody's throat and he hacked it up. Stamanat, right? Uh, no, it's not nice. So, 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 so that's what we're talking about. That Ruven is not a coin and he ate Shimon's Truma, but he didn't eat it, just eat it. His friend came, shoved the Truma into his mouth so far that he, it wasn't even trying to hack it up. And therefore, uh, when he swallows it, he's chayev for a minute. He could have technically hacked it up, but, uh, he could have hacked it up, Lemaise. He could have hacked it up, but he didn't. And therefore, he's chayev misabide shemaim for, for, for eating the chumah. He could have hacked it up, and he didn't. So he's chayev misabide shemaim for eating the chumah. And he's also chayev, but he's potter for whatever benefit he got from eating that chumah, whatever financial value to the benefit that he got for eating the chumah at the time that he ate it. So he's chayev misabide shemaim for eating the chumah. He's going to be potter, according to Abaye, for uh, whatever benefit he got at that time. And he's not going to be chayev for stealing it because he didn't really steal it since, uh, but, you know, somebody shoved it so far down his throat that it was already ruined. Interesting, Ukimto. Repopi almost says, Repopi, you're going to talk of lo chaver mashkin shachum in the Repopi has a much easier answer. Who gave this answer? The Gemara, I guess. Papa gives a more straightforward answer. He says, we're not talking about food of chuma, we're talking about drinks of chuma. And therefore his friend puts the drink in his mouth. By the time the drink goes in his mouth, it's already, nobody else is going to drink it. It's already disgusting. So he, it's not considered like he stole it, right? His friend put it in his mouth, it got ruined. So it's already done. But nobody said he needed to swallow it. So when he swallows it, 
He's chayv misavideshmaim for drinking this trume, and he's a potter on the. But he's going to be potter from whatever financial value there is to the to the to the trume. Fine, to the benefit that he got for eating the trume. Fine. Ravashi Omar Bizar Shachol Truma Mishalov Akarishiwa and Shachaveru. Ravashi says it's not talking about where he stole Truma, it's talking about where he ate his own Truma, right? Maybe it was gifted to him or whatever it is, but he had uh, Truma somehow and he ate it, so he wasn't stealing it, it was his Truma, but he's Chayv Misabide Shemaim because he's not a coin and he, and, and he ate Truma, and he's going to be potter those according to Abai for whatever, you know, benefit he got for having eaten the Truma uh, because Kamle Bidrab Mini. Friends, that was Daflamid of Mesechtik Subis. Um, so we saw that both according to Shimon Atimni and according to Shimon Manasya, um, a fellow in, by Onis Mufata, a fellow would be to pay the fine for a Nida, because a Nida uh, checks off both boxes of somebody that you can marry and somebody you could stay married to, to the exclusion of Reb Nechunia Ben Akona, who says that when it comes to somebody you have Kari's for, such as a fellow who sleeps with a Nida, You'd be potter for any payments. We said, how do we know? How does Rabbi Nechunia ben Akana learn this? Abai said he learns it after Magzera Shave of Oson Oson. It says Oson by Misabide Adam and by Misabide Shamaim, um, whether it's Karis, whether it's Misabide Shamaim. Uh, and therefore, just like uh, when you killed by act, by capital punishment, so then uh, you are potter from payments. So the same thing would apply to Misabide Shamaim. Rav learns it after Apostle Pai of Odizari. Uh, where it says that the fellow compares the fellow being chayv kares for avodah and capital punishment, just like capital punishment, we say that we give him the more stringent uh, punishment, but he'd be off the hook. Right, misa would be off the hook for um, for money. So the same thing applies to kares. But then afkamina being trume, if a non kohen needs truma, it's misa bide shamai. And um, we then said, uh, okay, so according to Abaye, it's right. He'd be potter from, by case of misa bide shamayim. So a non kohen who eats trume. Uh, would be, uh, um, so he'd be chayv for eating trume, but he'd be potter from payment. The question was, how would he be potter from payment? Because theoretically, when he picks up the trume, he's already chayv, uh, for Gnev, and he'd have to pay that back before, you know, and that came before he actually ate the trume. So even though he's chayv misabideshmaim, he should still be chayv for stealing. So he gave three answers. One answer is that if somebody else shoved it in his mouth so far down his throat that it, he, the fellow basically ruined it. And, uh, therefore, he's not chayv for stealing, but he, he would be chayv for, um, well, it theoretically would be chai for any benefit that he got while swallowing it when he's chai misimide shamayim for having swallowed trume as a non-coin. But Rabbi would say that he's potter since we'd say come with the Another option is that it wasn't food, it was drink, and then for the second it gets into his mouth, it gets ruined. Um, but he, so, so, and he was saying that he'd be potter from whatever financial value there is to the benefit that he got when he swallowed the trume. And Ravashi says it's talking about where he didn't steal trume, but he had his own trume, but at the same time, I don't know if I explained this well earlier. At the same time, he sort of tore somebody else's garment. So, Kilu, at the time that he's chayv misavide shemaim for eating trume, he's going to be potter for any other uh, financial liabilities that he incurs at that time. So, while he was eating his own trume, he tore somebody else's uh, garment or something. And we're saying, Kamli b'dirab minei, according to Abai, and since he's chayv misavide shemaim for eating trume as an ankoyin, he'd be potter for having tore some uh, other garment, somebody's garment. Friends, that was uh, the Aflamid of Mesechte. Uh, Ksubis, hope you enjoyed. Peace out.